This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hello, everyone. This is MLB.com Extras, Kansas City Royals edition, the world champion Kansas City Royals. How about that? How's that sound, everybody? Uh, we got Jeffrey Flanagan on the line. I'm Anthony Castrovince. Jeffrey, last time I saw you, we were in a cab in New York City coming back <laughs> from Game 5. You were getting ready to go cover a parade. Uh, I guess, first of all, before we talk about any off-season uh, shenanigans, tell me about those shenanigans. That was an incredible display. Uh, that parade. Yeah, I never really seen anything like it. Uh, I live probably about seven or eight miles from Union Station where the, the main rally was, and I remember that morning, uh, a couple hours before it was supposed to start, I, I had this great idea. I was going to drive down and park kind of close to it, and I got about maybe, I don't know, 100 yards outside of my house, and, and it was already wall-to-wall traffic. Uh, cars weren't moving, so I just went back to my house, parked the car, and walked about eight miles of uh, carrying my, my stuff all the way down to, to the uh, Union Station. And uh, it turns out, I mean, they were expecting maybe two hundred to 250000 and and the estimates were anywhere as high as 800000 So, I mean, it was just uh, incredible uh, turnout. Uh, people were abandoning their cars on the highway uh, and then walking, you know, five, ten miles to get to it. Uh, just It was just incredible. Uh, that, that big mass of, of blue um, just hills up on top of uh, treetops, on top of hotels. Uh, it was uh, it was quite remarkable. Well, what you didn't mention there when you said the parade, the traffic started 100 yards from your house, you live in Topeka. So that's how big <laughs> that is. <laughs> but, uh, you know, coming down, not coming down from that high, but riding that wave now uh, into this offseason, uh, obviously the Royals have some big decisions to make, but... Um, you know, there's something to be said for uh, being the defending champs, and I, I'm sure they're going to go into the season very much looking to defend that crown. And there's also the uh, not that you rest on your laurels, but they obviously have a, a good thing in place and a, and a good system in place. But you know, losing Johnny Cueto, uh, potentially losing Alex Gordon and Ben Zobris, these are some some pretty sizable holes. Um, we've known from the day they acquired Cueto that they were not going to be able to retain him. Right. Uh, that was never in the offing. But when you look at Zobris and Gordon, uh, in your mind, if if they are going to keep one of those two, who do you think is more likely? Well, it's really, really a tough call because uh, Ben's a little bit older. I think he's three or four years older. Uh, Alex, of course, is the face of the franchise. Um, they're not really big on giving up big contract to players or, who are in their 30s. Um, there's also budget uh, restraints, of course, Uh even though they, they, they had a spike in attendance um, and they had a nice run through the playoffs, obviously, with a bunch of home games, um, I don't know if there's going to be enough revenue maybe to even sign either one. Um, it's, they have a lot of guys. Uh, they have three or three big arbitration cases. Uh, that's going to suck up some money. Um, they did, you know, Dennis and Alex 
Rios and Jeremy Guthrie. That's going to you know take some money off the books. But um, you talk, and it depends on what the market value is for those guys. I've seen numbers four for sixty for Zobrist, uh, you know, four or five for eighty or ninety for Alex Gordon, and those are the numbers that a small market team just aren't really comfortable with, especially with a guy, a couple guys in their their thirties. Now, you know, Ben Zobrist would fit in nicely. Um, because he's a, a super utility guy, but they've already got Omar Infante coming back at second. You know, he's not nearly the hitter that Ben uh, Zobris is, but he's already paid for, uh, so to speak. So he's got an $8 million deal this year and next year. Um, you know, Zobris could maybe be a fit in left field. Uh, he's not as good defensively, obviously, as a gold glover like Alex Gordon. But, um, you know, just really tough decisions coming going forward. But the main thing that you mentioned, too, I mean, they have the nucleus coming back. Um, and this game, as you also know, is a game about managing change. I mean, every roster every year is going to be different, and it's just going to be, come up to be their, their job to figure out how much they can spend and who they can keep and maybe who they can add. If everybody that prayed would just kicked in a few bucks, you know, they, they might be able to bring back all those guys. <laughs> I think uh, they did during the season. <laughs> they spent a lot of money. They, no, they, they supported them very well, and uh, – Boy, I, I still can't get over that side of that parade. That was just that was really awesome. That's what that's what this whole thing is all about. Um, other issues. I mean, Ryan Madison. We didn't mention him in, in the ending creations there, but the bullpen in particular. Uh, we know Greg Holland is out of the picture, and you know if we learned anything from the Royals how they handled last year's uh, off season, you know they they prioritized the bullpen even though it could be counted on as, as pretty strong on paper. As it was, uh, do you suspect that they'll they'll continue to to make the bullpen a, a real priority here and, and to make sure it, it retains its depth and is every bit the strength it has been the last couple of seasons? Absolutely. I mean that's that's been um, the prototypical uh, way that the Royals have approached things. You know, starting five six years ago uh, when they weren't very good. I mean, they first started out with the thinking we need a strong bullpen to protect the lead that we do have and a great defense to prevent runs and. That's not going to change. Uh, no matter what they do with their corner outfielder spots, they will come back with two guys who can defend. And uh, with that thinking, they're going to have eight defenders out there who really do a great job, and they're going to find a way to um, have a strong bullpen. They've already got Hochaver. Uh, they've got Wade Davis and Elvin Herrera, which is a pretty good threesome to start. Um, and I, I'm not sure they're going to be able to afford Ryan Madsen. I, I think some team's going to go out there and offer him something that he can't refuse and that, again, is going to be out of the Royals' budget. But you know, I talked to some of the Royal scouts after the season, and, and they were pretty adamant that uh, – and one thing they're very good at, as you know, is they find guys. They find right. the Ryan Matsons, They find the Chris Youngs. Um, they find guys that, that other teams overlook. Um, and he said there's, there's going to be a couple of level two guys out there, again, this offseason, that other teams are probably going to overlook. And you bring them into this system, and suddenly they – they tend to overachieve, so to speak. So um, they're pretty confident they can find some more guys like that and keep that uh, back in the bullpen, one of the best in baseball. Yeah, it, it seems like uh, in the rotation as well, uh, there could be opportunity to find those those mid-tier guys. Any, anybody jumps off the page for you, Jeffrey, that, that you look at uh, free agency-wise who, who might be a good fit? Uh, you know, Darren O'Day would be a good fit. I and mean, there's a lot of interest in him from everybody. Um, yeah. I don't know what the numbers are going to be for him yet, but uh, there might be some internal candidates, too. They, uh, they really, really like Miguel Amante, who's a hard-throwing 97, 98-mile-an-hour guy with, with a super slider. And 
um, kind of a kind of the way that the Ventura came up uh, with his stuff. And you know, he could evolve into a guy that they could trust maybe in the sixth or seventh inning. Uh, they're likely going to remove Danny Duffy out of the bullpen back into the rotation, which is going to be a little thin right now. So um, you're still going to, you know, if you go that route, you, you start off with four power arms in the back of the bullpen. And, um, you know, there's a couple of uh, level two guys they've mentioned to me that they asked me not to repeat, so I won't do that. But okay. uh, right. we've got, uh, you know, they, they'll, they'll find some guys. You know, they found a Franklin Morales last year who, was signed pretty late um, and was very effective, at least up until September. It was not very good in September and October, but uh, carried them throughout the season. It was a good left-hander. And um, like I said, they'll, they'll find one or two more of those guys. Yeah, I'm kind of going through the list of free agents. I mean, Jay Happ strikes me as a guy who fit in very well with the Royals. Uh, of course, had a, a terrific second half with the Pirates. But, um, you know, he, he certainly won't be coming out of nowhere the way uh, – Maybe the Royals uh, have some other tricks up their sleeve. But um, another issue, Jeffrey, uh, and it came up during the season, uh, Salvador Perez, obviously, he's got the most team-friendly contract in the sport right now. Do you think there's any possibility uh, that gets revisited this winter? I know it's, it's it might be in the club's best interest just to have their, you know, one of their franchise faces happy and, and content, uh, but obviously there's no – uh, urgency on their part to do this, but uh, I'm sure the player would like to have this uh, restructured. Uh, yeah, like a really, more, uh, yeah you, it's, it's really a touchy subject because, um, you know, it's one of those deals where, hey, he signed the contract, so what's yeah, he right. going to do? What's he going to do, hold out? I mean, you don't hold out. Um, that's, you know, that's taking money off his plate. So, um, And when he signed the deal, he only had 34 days of service in baseball, and it was really more of a risky proposition for the Royals um, and he got hurt immediately after signing it, too, so they kind of looked like fools when they first did it. But um, it, it now looks a little bit undervalued for the player. But, you know, like I said, there, there's no urgency for the team to do anything right now. Now, of course, they want to keep him happy. Uh, they've said many times he's part of the family, and they want to keep their family happy. But, you know, he inked the deal at the time. It was a heck of a deal for him, uh, a big risk for the club. You know, now the tables have turned a little bit. Um, I don't know. Just given what they have to do financially with the rest of the team right now, that that's going to be a high priority this offseason. Uh, they may revisit it after next year. Um, I, you know, I could be completely wrong, um, but I don't think they're going to do anything right now. Um, they're just going to kind of let it ride and see maybe, you know, if, if they've got some funds uh, after next season and see how that goes. All right, should be interesting to see uh, what Dayton Moore has up his sleeve. Obviously, he uh, he hit it right on pretty much everything he did last winter and, uh, and and look where it led the Royals and, uh, and in the summer for that matter as well. So uh, be fascinating to see uh, how the Royals uh, follow up their amazing run through October. I want to thank Jeffrey Flanagan for joining us. We'll continue to check in with him throughout the winter. Thank you all for tuning in. This has been MLB.com extras, Kansas city Royals edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.